Being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of drive radio brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And again, thank you all for joining us. I appreciate it very much. We did a little change around here in the studio because, as I told you a moment ago, we have a very special guest. Uh, it's, is it Ava? Am I going to say that right? Yep. Ava Larkin is joining us. So, Ava, thank you for joining us. You are a student at Riverdale Ridge High School, right? Yes, in Thornton, Colorado. Thornton. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. You reached out to me just yesterday because you've got a... A project that you're involved in, project maybe isn't the right way, a contest that you're involved in, and you're doing some things in the automotive world, and after I read what you had going on, I'm like, well, the easiest thing to do is just have you come in and give your story, and if there's anybody else out there that wants to help, why not? So give us your story. Awesome. So I compete in automotive services marketing within DECA, which okay. is a business program that really helps to support kids through getting ready for the business world. It helps to prepare kids in marketing, finance, leadership, entrepreneurship, awesome. all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's a really incredible program. The teacher's here as well, so <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yes, we like to see this. I do, personally. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal to me. Well, I compete in automotive services, okay. which I always tell everyone is great because you don't have to know a lot about cars. You nope. just have to know how to sell cars Correct. and things related to cars. Correct. So car insurance, services, whatever. Right whatever you need to sell for the role play scenario. Um, it's it's really, it's an incredible program that I have loved being a part of for my time in high school. And I was recently named the state champion in automotive services marketing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Good job. Um, I had so much fun at our state conference. We were there in Colorado Springs staying at the Broadmoor, which was nice. super fancy. Yes, very nice. Yes, and then we ended up because I was state champion, I ended up qualifying to go to Orlando at the end of April okay. to compete in automotive services again. And I am really excited about this trip. It's a great opportunity for me to learn leadership skills, travel, you know, without my family, <laughs> you know, spend time. Sure. Just traveling Maturing. and seeing the world. Yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Awesome. However, the trip is pretty expensive. You need some money, don't you? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. We can just say that. You need some cash. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, definitely. So so really quick, but just further along in what she's doing. And you guys all know me. You know my heart from what I talk about, not only five days a week, but then I do it here on the weekends as well, is that is getting more young people into not just the trades, but the whole business community in general. You guys all know me, my background, and I didn't start a whole lot older than you. I was 22 years old starting out in business for myself, and uh, it's been a journey uh, let's just say that through all these years, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I wouldn't have gone back and changed anything and done it any differently. I didn't have the opportunity, though, to learn from the education system because, frankly, back then we didn't quite do things that same way. We did some things with trades on you know, how you needed to use your hands to do different things. We didn't do much on the business 
end of things. So I'll be honest. I learned most of mine by the School of Hard Knocks because that's the teacher we had at that point in time. So it's great that you're in a program where you guys are actually learning some of these things ahead of time. So when you get there, you'll have even a jump start over what I had back in the day. Oh, heck yeah. So nice. So you brought your teacher along as well. I did. And I don't know her name because we didn't get that far. So <laughs> I'm, I'm Carol Hammond. Carol, nice to meet yeah. you. And it, it is an exciting opportunity. Um, it, it really, good things are going on at Riverdale Ridge. We're opening our new CTE building as well. And we're offering, um, we're offering automotive engine repair okay. and some welding repair as well. So, so the mechanical I'm, side of the fence you're yeah, going to be doing. It. Exactly. Nice. Thank you, by the way. So what's really nice about this, and I'm looking forward to incorporating both of them on the business side, too, and bringing in more students. You know, we need that, more of what you're yeah, doing, by the way. So do. thank you. We yeah. appreciate that very much. I mean that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. So, um, yeah, we're always looking for fundraising opportunities, and Ava has been really instrumental in just getting out and pounding the pavement and just keep on going on. And so thank you for the opportunity to put us on air. You are very welcome. I would not have missed this. This is my heart. I know everybody out there listening knows this. This is really not only my background, but I have a a love for this end of things. I coach businesses outside of what I do on air because I want to see people succeed in the business world. Small business in this country is the backbone of what we do. We need more of it. Um, not that I'm against any other big business or anything like that, but we need small business. We have to have that to keep things moving forward. And for me personally, it's the best opportunity I think that's out there. So, uh, yeah, we will help out any way we possibly can. Not only today, you know, but you know, so just so you know in the future, I mean, Ava will – She'll move on. She'll grow up, graduate, do all those things. You'll have other students that will come along. Of course. So we, we will be here. I'm, I'm telling you this. We'll be here to help whatever you have on down the road. You just need to reach out, let me know, and we're here for whatever we can help you guys do because we believe wholeheartedly in what you're doing. Definitely. Thank you so much. I mean that so sincerely. So whatever you guys have coming up. So how do we help you get to Orlando, Ava? Yes. So there's a couple options for how you can help. Okay. Um, ultimately money is the main thing that we need and so there's a couple ways you can do that you can either send checks or cash to riverdale ridge high school um should i share the address of that Would you that know be helpful? you know what let's do this i tell everybody i'll do this i will get all that info from you because people are out driving doing things around the house and so on i will put this on our website so for all of you listening, Producer Ann, uh, I will send all this to her. We'll get this up on the website. For those of you that want to help out and want to donate, we'll have a link there to where you can make that really easy and make it happen that way as well. You can give the address out right now as well, but we'll also have that up on the website for everybody later. So go ahead. Okay, perfect. So it's 13380 Yosemite Street in Thornton, Colorado, 80602. 80602? Yes. Okay, perfect. All right, so all of you listening, if you want to help out, do we have to earmark that? How does that work? Yeah, just um, put in care of, you could put DECA in care of Carol Hammond. Okay. In care of, okay, how do you spell your last name? H-A-M-A-N. Okay, and then who does the check go to? Who do we make out the check to? DECA? To Riverdale Ridge DECA. Okay, Riverdale Ridge DECA. Okay. And I'll make sure that it goes where it needs to okay. go. Thank so you so much. So those of you listening, if you want to help out, this is a great way to do it. And is it okay if I ask, how much total do you need to get there and back? Ah, well, 
This is a little bit of an interesting question because it's not just me going. Okay. There's uh, two other students who are going to attend a leadership academy okay. at internationals. And so with the two other students, Miss Hammond and me, we need about $8,000 okay. to get us all there. Okay. So, folks, we have a goal. So let's try to help out as best we can. And, and uh, there's also an opportunity. If you're a business that's out there and you would like to be sort of a primary donor, per se, or even even just a, a couple, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a business. But if you'd like to be a primary donor, it's $250 or more, and you can be a quote-unquote primary donor. Is that correct? Yes. And we will present you with a plaque to okay. thank you for all your hard work and your, you know, your support of the Riverdale Ridge High School DECA chapter. Well, so, we will we will definitely do that. Maybe even a little more. I already told you we would do that for sure as a as a program. Me, I guess, but as a program, we will definitely do that and help you guys out. Again, these are things we very much believe in. A lot of you listening, by the way, I'm going to call you out on this. We talk about this a lot on air all week long. So those of you out there that whine about us not having enough people getting into the trades and doing the things we're talking about, okay, back that up with some cash. Okay, seriously, we all talk about this all week long on my weekly program as well. So for those of you out there listening that know what I'm talking about, and I talk about this a lot five days a week, six days a week actually, uh, okay, put your money where your mouth is and let's help out, okay? How's that sound? Amazing. Thank you so much. All right, thank you guys very much for taking time to come down. I know it's a drive, and it's much easier in person than over the phone, so thank you guys very much. Plus, I wanted to meet you in person, so I appreciate it, and we will do our best to help you guys not only get to Orlando but come back as well, and then in the future, Carol, try to help you out as well with future programs and and students and things that you'll have going on as well. So Definitely. We'll do our best there. Okay, thank you. All right, Craig, thank you for waiting through that. I'll take your call as soon as we come back. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ5. 60. Take advantage of Gino's alignment and tire rotation special for $99.99. Snow has stayed on the ground thanks to cold temperatures, creating potholes and other driving hazards. We all know tires have a way of finding those holes, wreaking havoc on your car's suspension. Also know that an alignment and tire rotation will help get even wear and longer life out of your tires. For over 40 years, Gino's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we'll back up our work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of the business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Take advantage of Geno's $99.99 alignment and tire rotation special. Some restrictions apply. See Geno's for details. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Genos with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, 
Keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents. So put this number into your phone, 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560, and since they left, we've already had a couple hundred dollars come in on top of what uh, we will do here as a show. And, uh, yeah, guys, put your money where your mouth is and help them out. Craig, how are you, sir? Well, John, to attest to the efficiency of government, I am at Air Care Colorado, and I may be here until your show is done. <laughs> Craig, why? Well, my S2000, it's the every other year deal, and I got it. I went to one facility, and there were so many cars in line. I said, I bailed, and I'm out here at the one out by Golden, and it's not moving very fast. So are you the are you the one off of forty fourth there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that one tends to not have a full staff at times. I don't know why. Well, we've got one bay that's not even open, so that's I think that's part of yeah, it. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But that's not the real reason I call. I'm glad I have your show to listen to while I wait. Well, thank you. you. Know, thank you. <laughs> um, as to the favorite colors for cars, I think it kind of depends on the car itself. Now, now, for example, if you see a Ferrari in any other color than red, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, it doesn't seem right, does it? And, you know, you kind of don't know what colors look good on a particular vehicle until, let's say, you go to a, uh, you know, maybe a bro- uh, an online, you know, uh, array of images, uh, look at a particular model you're interested in, and then look at all the colors that were available, or you see one on the street. I mean, there are just certain colors on certain cars that just don't look good. I agree. 
Well, and there's just some like colors, in my opinion, that quite honestly shouldn't exist. That's just me. Well, you know, if you look at a pickup, for example, if you see it in just plain white, it looks like a fleet vehicle. Right. And it just, it does nothing for you. Right. And then, you know, you put a nice color on it, and it's like, wow, you know, kind of pop. Yeah, I don't think folks realize either that you can take a fairly, you know, even drab color and do some pinstriping or highlights or something along those lines and actually make something out of something that may not look great to begin with. You just have to have a little imagination. Yeah, and then, then wheels do a lot, too. Do wheels do a ton. Wheels and tires are huge, yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's all I had, John. Awesome. Craig, thanks, okay. and appreciate you awaiting through all that. I do appreciate that very much. And, again, folks, if you would like to help Ava uh, at the DECA program up at uh, the Riverdale Ridge High School, let us know. In fact, Larry has all of the information whereby you can donate even now. So if you'd like to have that information sooner than later, give us a call. Larry can give that to you directly. We even have uh, the cell phone number of, of her teacher, uh, of Carol's there. So if you need to get a hold of anybody, you can do that. Also, to, to maybe even promote this amongst yourselves, uh, feel free to do so. And we're going to try to our best to help not only her, but all of them get down and back you guys know me my heart and what i feel like we should be doing to get more young people involved in the business community and honestly jeff we we need a lot more than just that we need a lot more in all the areas i mean you know the the bad part is there's just not enough hands-on training no there is not um the the vocational schools are doing what they can we need more of them. Uh, and and I like need, the fact they're going to be adding to what they're doing. And we need better programs. Yes. I don't think anybody would deny that, Jeff. We, that we, are, well, we've got to put more resources to the things that we really want to see success in, and we've not done a good job of doing that. I'll be the first to admit that. We're no, just we not haven't. doing that well enough. And, uh, you know, I always thought we needed a proving ground. Uh, where people come out of college, like a community college mm-hmm. or whatever, and they go into like a maybe 10, 15 base shop and have older ASE techs. Yep. mentors. That are retired yep. that could. Mentor them. Mentor Literally. them. That's what it is. Get them up to speed on how to do the job so that they're more employable. Yep. Because that's, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, these colleges pump these kids up thinking that they're going to make fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 right out of the box. and Depending upon what they study, that may not be the case. And depends on the quality of education they get, too. Anyways, if you want to help out Ava, we would love to have you do that. Yep. Again, you can call in and ask Larry for that info. We'll have it up on the website later as well. You can also always just contact me through the text line, 307 200 8222, I can give that information out that way. I can also send it to you via email. You can go right to the website, drive-radio.com, or just Google Drive Radio. You'll find us. Go to the contact page. Ask me how that works, and I will get you all the information so those of you that are listening can help out. And I probably will even add an announcement uh, Monday. Charlie, don't let me forget to do that on Monday where I can actually get to a few more people in the afternoons. This is a, to me, this is a big deal. I like to see... Uh, not only people be successful, but young people where we can get more people into the things that, honestly, we whine and complain about every single day that we don't have enough of them. We now have some that want to do it. Let's help them. That's the type of kid I can get behind. Me too. I liked her a lot, by the way. She's got confidence. <laughs> yep. 
She's got attitude. Well, she'll sit in this chair someday. You know, well, you never know. Uh, maybe I should have just left and let her take over. She could have. Would have been all right, huh? She could have. <laughs> we'll take the afternoon off. She's got, there you go. <laughs> Heaven sent. That's right. Anyways, uh, really, really appreciate it. Somebody also just texted and said, we need to put the auto shop back in high schools <laughs> where I got it. Yes, we yes. do, and that's partly what we're talking about here. So for those of you that want to see that, let's help this particular situation, and there'll be others that may come along like this. But honestly, folks, I haven't had anything like this come over, come across, you know, my, my inbox for quite some time. So when I saw this, I was, honestly, I just got the email yesterday afternoon, and here she's here today. So that's how quickly we made all this happen and want to get her helped out. So, again, if you want to help out, please let us know. Lines are open, though. Any questions you've got, 303-477-5600. Text line 307 200 8222-307-200-8222. Question of the day. Favorite car color and why? And by the way, all of you have had some really great uh, great things to say. Now, colors, I've learned over the years, Jeff, are like opinions. Not everybody has the same, you know, desire when it comes to color. Some like, you know, we had a call on the British racing green. I'll just be the first to say, not my favorite color. No. But other people love that, and that's, that's great. Again, I think that's what makes things so, so diverse and, and interesting when it comes to the world we live in is no, we don't all want the same taste, We're nor not, do we need to have the same taste. You know, that, that's what makes us wonderful. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, because everybody has their own taste, and we're able to have right. that option. All right, so I do have a listing of the most popular car colors overall for 2022. And by far, the most popular, not surprising because you see a lot of them. I own a couple of these. actually own a lot more than a couple but because uh, my fleet is all white. So the number one color is, of course, white. Now, white is a color that, if you, just, as a, just as a side note, if you ever don't know what color to buy and you're ordering a new car, you're always safe with white. You can decorate up white, pinstripe it, add different things to it, whatever the case may be. You can do a lot with a white color, and the key to white is even if somebody doesn't like it, they'll still buy it. White also is forgiving. If you get a little dent or if it gets dirty, it doesn't show the dirt as bad. Everybody, think it's, everybody thinks opposite of what it really is. Everybody thinks, well, white will show the dirt. No, actually, it's just like a countertop at home. Which countertop at home looks dirtier, a black one or a white one? A black one will show every little watermark, water spot, dust, crumb, you name it, it shows up. White, on the other hand, which we're sitting on top of as we speak, Jeff, white is very forgiving because it doesn't reflect the light back out, so you do not see what's on top of it. So even fine scratches, things like that, white is extremely forgiving. So again, if there's ever a color choice when you're ordering a vehicle and you're like, you know, I just don't know what to get, then get white. You'll always be safe with white, and the resale value is always decent because even if somebody doesn't like white, they'll still buy white. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, companies always buy them because they're easy to logo. They're easy to logo. They're easy to take care of. If there's ever an accident, it's yep. typically easy to match the paint back up. There's, yep. you know, Unless you're into a pearl, 
you know, white color to where then you've got a difference in, in how you do the blending and so on. But typically white is very forgiving. The next most popular color last year was black. So white, then black, and then there's actually two different shades of gray that make up almost three-quarters of all of the car, all of the car colors sold. White, black, and two shades of gray make up 75% of the colors that were sold last year, just those four colors. Really? Yep. And again, there could be different shades of the grays, but, but basically gray, silver, black, white, those were the two or the four largest really three largest color groups that were sold last year. John up in Wyoming, you're next. Go ahead, John. Yeah, I just thought I'd t- mention something about trade schools, how they approach it up here in sure. Wyoming, because I'm a senior now, and I'm a student <clears throat> in uh, welding. If, nice. If one of them, yeah. And, I'm, of course, I'm about three times as old as uh, <laughs> most of the students. <laughs> Only three? And they're, yes, well, maybe three points <laughs> But... <clears throat> I was going to say, it's very different how they <clears throat> approach it up here. In other words, if you're late twice, you're out. It's if good. you miss yeah. three, three days of class, you're out. It's good. And um, you have to keep a C average, okay. you're out. Okay. Because these guys are <clears throat> guys and gals. Um, they know they have a machine tool um, courses up here. they got welding courses. They have um, cosmetics courses, and they have um, courses for veterinary assistance. And these young people know when they get out, they're actually going to be making some some pretty good money. And so it's very competitive. There are people in line behind them to get into these classes. So it's a very different... Um, nothing like college, where if you're late, you're, you know, no big deal. and No snowflakes? You no know, yeah, so it's. I'm just saying they approach it quite differently because they know when they get out, um, they're they're going to have a a pretty good chance um, at getting you know good money. Unlike college, where you're told that, and <clears throat> the reality of it is, whatever you studied probably isn't going to have a whole lot to do with what you're actually Well, and you know what, John, to compare that to Ava and what Ava will be doing, and granted she's got another year left of high school, but by the time she gets out of high school, let's just say, for example, she doesn't do anything else other than go to high school, and maybe she takes some business courses at a community college, but she could also do that and actually get started in either a dealership or an independent shop right off the bat. And let's face it, John, by the time she's done with all of that, and compare her to somebody going and getting a four-year degree, she will be way ahead on the money side at the end of those four years. In other words, she could be 22 years of age and probably be making twice the amount of money that somebody else just coming out of college will make, again, depending upon their degree, but typically a four-year degree. We already know what those averages are for folks coming out with that degree. She'll be double what they will be at the end of those four years, John. And with less debt. And with with no debt. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, and with without the debt that could be a mortgage on a small house. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Yep, you're correct, right, John. I, oh, that's, like I appreciate it. that. No, John, thank you yeah. very much. And by the way, we've already had three different folks, Jeff included, that has already agreed to help out with Ava and her trip. Keep coming, folks. I, I really, I really mean that, and I appreciate that. And each one of you that has said they will give 
Thank you very much. I mean that sincerely. I know Ava does as well. So continue to do that. We'll give you the address on on how to make that happen. I'll either email it back to each one of you directly that's asking. We'll also put it up on the website a little bit later as well. So thank you all. I do appreciate that very much. We will be right back, by the way. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie Distributing, your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to talk about one of the most expensive components in your whole car, the transmission. Specifically, the transmission fluid. You see, according to the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, or ATRA, the number one cause for transmission failure is fluid failure. And the number one cause for fluid failure is heat. You see, most transmission fluids can last as long as 100,000 miles as long as the fluid stays at or below 180 degrees. According to ATRA, for every 20 degree increase in the operating temperature of that fluid, the life of the fluid is halved. That means conditions like stop and go traffic or mountain driving or the terrible Colorado weekend combination of both can quickly lead to a severe degradation of transmission fluid, thusly significantly reducing the protection needed to keep that expensive component trouble-free and fun to drive. So, what should you do? At BG, we recommend replacing any fluid prior to the point of failure. In our experience, replacing the transmission fluid every 30,000 miles and treating the new fluid with an antioxidant conditioner will protect your car for life. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789.
All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in. We do appreciate it very much. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Larry Younger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, our engineer, had a great uh, visit there, by the way, with, with Ava from uh, high school, by the way, that we were talking about, uh, uh, Riverdale Ridge, uh, the DECA program there, and we appreciate her joining us, and several of you have already you know, uh, agreed to donate to that cause, which we appreciate very much. And for those of you that maybe are just joining us, she is a student that had won a competition here in Colorado. She'll now go on to a national competition for the business marketing, specifically automotive marketing uh, end of things. So we, uh, we, we wish her the best of luck, and we'll try to help her get there. And uh, we need more young people like that, by the way, not only in this industry, but in all industries. So uh, we appreciate her doing that very much. So uh, lines are open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Anything you've got a question on, please give us a call. We'll get you right on air. And again, Jeff Kitty, our transmission expert with us today, which he is from time to time. So if you specifically have a transmission question, please let us know what that is. We'll get that answered, 303-477-5600. Now, some of you may have read here in the past week or so that a couple of the cities in town, Boulder, Denver, some of the others, are really, quote-unquote, cracking down on car theft and catalytic converter theft. I'm not sure what that means. I'm being honest. I'm not sure I know what that means because I don't know what they're going to do to actually crack down because the way that it's been done and the way we've not cracked down in the past and or not prosecuted those that have done those crimes, they can crack down all they want. It's not going to help the situation out at all. I'm sorry. So uh, maybe there's things there I don't fully know, but... Until they start putting some teeth into the penalties of stealing catalytic converters or the cars themselves, I don't really think it matters what they do to, quote-unquote, crack down. John and Cheyenne, you're next. Hey, John, since you're talking about converters, there was an article last week I saw on one of the news feeds. A woman in California drove over a guy while he was trying yep. to steal her converter. I actually saw the video on, uh, not video, but I saw the article on that. Yes, I did. Would you call that poetic justice? I would say that, you know what, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yep. And no fault of hers, by the way, at all. Right. But I guarantee at some point that thief's family is going to try to sue her. Probably, although in that particular case where she didn't even know anybody was underneath there and you're just, you know, you just get in the car and back out and they're hanging out the other side, how would you know? You you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Again. I see. I see I, nothing wrong with what she did. No, I didn't either. I, I I'm like that's justice in my opinion. He was stealing something. And Shouldn't have been well, there anyways. You know. The only way she yeah. could get in trouble uh, is if she drove away. Did probably. And I don't believe she did. I don't think she, she did either. Stood, stood, yeah, stayed there. She did it right. Yeah, I don't think there's any issues there. Yeah. So. Anywho. So, other question before I get to my two vehicle questions. Did you see on, on Google? I saw CDOT released uh, uh, an invest the results of the investigation on what's going on in the, the Glenwood Canyon with the interstate constantly having wrecks. I have. Did I did not read one? that. No, I will look that up though. Thank you. I did not read that. Okay. Over they they looked it up. They between them and the uh, Colorado Highway Patrol or whatever you guys call it down right. there. Right. Yeah, Colorado Highway Patrol. That's police. right. Yep. <laughs> Um, they reviewed all the crashes and all the closures and everything, 
And the way I read it, it was over 90% they blamed on commercial motor vehicles going too fast for conditions. Imagine that. Shocking. So how do you stop that, John? Well, that is a great question. More enforcement, John, is the only way that I know they're going to stop that, to where if people know, you know, for example, you kind of know that in any small town uh, America, you really don't speed because the chances of getting a ticket in small town America where they've definitely got more right. cops than they, they do people probably. Mm-hmm. I'm exaggerating, but you, you know what I mean by that. I mean, you, yeah. you know you don't speed don't. in small town America. You also know that in Morrison, Colorado, for example, you don't speed. If you do, you're going to get a ticket. So, I mean, once the word kind of gets out that if you're speeding in a particular area and you're going to get a ticket, then people will automatically slow down. That's what's got to happen in that canyon, John. Right. So the problem is, is how do they run radar? Because there's really very few places for them to. Set I know up that one radar. is a is almost a physical, you know, a physical challenge. I guess you could say, uh, John. In other words, they've got to have physical presence there, which means they'd have to have more staffing, which means the state's going to have to figure out a way to make that happen. I mean, no offense. Stop spending money in areas we shouldn't and spend it there. Right. No, I have a question. I don't know Colorado law. Are um, speed cameras legal in no. Colorado? They're legal, but you don't have to pay the fine unless they serve it to you directly. And a trucker rolling through uh, like okay. that, they're never going to get a fine uh-huh. served to them unless it's a local trucker. They're never going to show up at the doorstep, so those fines will never be collected. Essentially, you know, I'm one of those. I ignore all of those, including the red light cameras, because, again, unless they serve you at your door, you don't have to pay that ticket. Oh, so then... So they're useless. The I mean, they, they get enough people to justify those programs because there's enough people that don't know what I just said and will go ahead and pay the ticket because it shows up in the mail. I am not one of those. I mean, and, and by the way, it's not right. me that runs those, but I've got a large fleet and a lot of employees and so on. And yes, we'll get those in the mail from time to time, John, and they all go in the wastebasket. Sure. Right. Now, the only way would be for Colorado to change that law... That you, if you get it in the mail, you have to. Yeah, and I don't think constitutionally they can do that because there's nobody visibly okay. seeing what's actually going on, and then they have to be able to identify without, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt that that was the actual, you know, you were the owner of yeah. the car okay. and the driver at said time. They can't do it. Okay. Not going to happen. That makes sense. Yep. Either that or, yeah. They've got to run more. I mean, the only way to fix that canyon, John, they got a physical, you know, CHP has to run more patrol, period. It's the only way you're going to fix it. Yep. And that's that's the best way. And everybody, because, you know, speed limit laws are not usually enforced very stringently in most states, as you know. Nope. I mean, how many times are you on the 65 zone on I-70 going into Denver and people pass you doing 90? Uh, daily. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> daily. All right. So, um, two quick mechanical questions. Yes. First one on the new Forerunner. You were talking about EPR. Does that need an EPR on every oil change? That vehicle, no. Okay. Once a year so, would be fine on that vehicle. Oh. Okay. Because I use I do it on both our Rams twice a year, but. That, you know, if you do that, you're, you could do that on the Toyota, and you'd be fine. Yeah, with any uh, issues. If you're putting okay. a ton of Perfect. miles on it, you yeah, know. a couple uh, times a year. I mean, whatever you're doing with the Ram, doing the Toyota, you'll be fine. Just make it even. Yeah. Okay. 
Now let's go to the Ram. 2011 Ram, four-wheel drive, here in a clunking sound coming out of the front end when I'm going to work the other morning, nursed it into town, look underneath, and I, I don't know if you call the front drive shaft a CV shaft or an axle shaft. But we'll call it a drive shaft. And, okay, the, the boot was torn and the U-joint's not in good shape. Okay. Uh, my mechanic can look at it on Tuesday. I just don't have the ability uh, with this weather to fix it, having to do it outside. Um, I, I have the ability. I don't want to do it outside in the cold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what? I figure that's got to be about a $500 job. Maybe not even that high. Depends on how they do yeah, it. Yeah, if they just do a regular joint back in it, which you don't need to do the boot and everything on it, if they do that, um, well, yeah. The, yeah, the boot's torn. And is it an actual um, CV so. shaft, or is it a U-joint underneath there, John? Well, it's, it's, it's got a boot on it, and it's got two, and it's got, and it's the shaft that goes from the front differential into the front wheel, to, to, to the, to the four-wheel drive right. on the ring. From the pumpkin into the front, into the hub for the the front tire. So I'm figuring that's got to be. They call I don't, online. I saw it called an axle shaft and a CV shaft. Yeah, same thing basically. On, so CV shaft, right? Yeah, right. most and likely. I, best thing to do on that just put a new one in it. And that they do that. Yeah, yeah. five hundred or so. Yeah, I'm figuring. You know, the, the price online was between 150 and 200 He's going to have a little markup, which is fine. Of course. He's in business. Of course. And that's got to be a two- to three-hour labor job because you got to hour. drop. Yeah. It's pretty huh? easy. It's pretty simple. But so, I mean, are you talking, so it's the, it's, does it, it's, it's going the from, the, from the transfer, transfer case, case the, down to the differential, right? No, it's from the differ, differential. Oh, so, okay, so it's an actual axle shaft. Yes, that one will be much right. more entailed, and 500 yeah. might be low because the labor is high. Okay, yeah. I'm figuring you got to take either the upper or lower ball joint. you got to take all that. The knuckle has what? to come off to get to it. Uh, well, maybe not. The knuckle doesn't have to come off on that one. I think the hole's big enough in that knuckle to push it through. Yeah, but you still got to take the wheel bearing and everything apart, which they need to check at the same time, yeah. John. But, and, and just put a reman shaft in it. Yeah. Don't don't even dink with it. Just put a remanufactured a shaft one. in it. Or new. Either oh, one. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. The whole in this day and age, most times it's easier to just replace the whole piece Correct. to try to pop a U-joint. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, and in that case, it is called a CV axle, yes. Yep. Yeah, they, okay, so the CV axle. So you're figuring five, six hundred Yes, I, I'm sorry. I misunderstood your description there initially. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Maybe I was, uh, okay, so. That's okay. Yeah, no, I got no. it in town. You're all good. I, yeah, it's, it sounds terrible when you're moving it. Oh, yeah. Because you can hear it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, but, of course, every like every shop, they I heard it when Tuesday, and they said as soon as they get it in, it's Tuesday. Everybody's yeah. loaded. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, that's a good thing for you guys, right? It's For those in the industry, it is, yes. Yep. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm not John anymore. Four four isn't owned by... Nope, not me. Isn't is it, is it owned by John anymore? Nope, there's nobody named John even anymore there. Oh, is it still there, though? Yes, it is. The one in uh, Fort Collins? Yes, they both are. Boulder and Fort Collins are still there, yes. Okay. Well, John, you have a good weekend. You too, man. Appreciate it, John. Have a great weekend. Steve and Tom, you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. 
No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. We are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve in Colorado Springs, you're next. Go ahead, Steve. Good morning, Sir John. How are you? I'm great. How are you, sir? Excellent. I'm the car colors. Always like Ferrari red, hmm. BMW cobalt blue, and silver. Good yeah. quality silver. You can't go wrong with those three. And anyway, on Ava, you might be able to help her and set up like a PayPal or a Venmo where people can just air out their cards. True. Be, be way easier. Yeah, it's a good idea, actually. The, they should be the able Fox to do urine, that. Uh, It's pretty easy to do. The Fox urine deal, because, you know, checks aren't used too much anymore. Right. One of the largest check companies in the country down here, 
the Lux, man, they're struggling. I mean, really struggling. Yeah. People aren't writing checks like they used to, Steve. And then on your um, previous commenter, I was driving a 66 Stang convertible down to Taos, going through Walsenburg, a banging speed limit sign, top down, shirt off, having a good time, and a guy pulls me over, cop. And I said, was I doing anything? He said, no, I just want to see if you're wearing shorts and look at the car and your girlfriend. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All righty then. And then on the uh, box hearing issue, I don't want to give bureaucrats any ideas, but you just have mandatory drug testing for foxes like pilots, GDL <laughs> drivers. We'd have enough box hearings for everybody at a cheap price. Yeah, I want to know who's got. I don't know whose job that is. You know, who who does the collection, Steve? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's guys that collect uh, venomous snake urine. Yeah, so there is. I'm sure there's. I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Then I I thought to, I thought I'd get your comments on a couple things. The uh, recalls on Tesla with the steering wheel coming off, the Ford recalls on brakes, and the Honda recalls on seatbelts. Because this thing has just gotten crazy with these recalls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, what are your thoughts? Um, they've always been there. I think they're, they're – I said this be, during COVID. It would be interesting to see what the quality was like after COVID, knowing that there's still – you know, X amount of people out of the workforce and really not even wanting to come back to the workforce and so on. I always said that it'll be interesting to see what the quality of cars is like post-COVID versus pre-COVID because what really quality prior to COVID, Steve, was actually doing pretty good. Not saying we didn't have any, you know, recalls. We, you know, we did, you know, the, the Takata airbag thing and all that. But in general, cars were pretty darn good. It'll be interesting to see what happens after COVID. And I, I don't know. I think it's a crapshoot. Yep. Last thought, I'll hang up, is I was uh, talking to this guy, and he was kind of worried, he was self-reflecting about his problems with women. So he says, Siri, why do I have so many problems with women? And uh, his phone immediately comes back and says, this is Alexa, you moron. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I just kind of like that. I just kind of like that one. (laughs) Then I talked to this guy last week. He said he hasn't talked to his wife in four years. I said, how come? And he said, I didn't want to interrupt her. <laughs> That's no one cool. can relate to that, of course. Of course. Have a great day. All right. Steve, thanks very much. We appreciate it. And Tom and Highlands Ranch, you're next. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I've got a 2021 Subaru Forester. I believe all Subarus have a CVT or what is it, a continuously variable transmission. Mm-hmm. Is there any way, and it's got these stupid, it feels like it's shifting. You know, it's got mm-hmm. these built-in. They make it feel that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't shift. Is there any way to eliminate that? Uh, not that I'm, Jeff's no, more of an expert on this no, than I, but not that I'm aware of. It's, it's, it's programmed into it, but the, the, reason they, the reason they put that in there to make it feel like it shift is because everybody complained. Uh, they couldn't feel it shift. Right. So they put shift points in it to appease people. Yeah. So. Uh, it'd be the last CBT I ever have. I know that. Uh, you're not the only one that says that after owning one. Although, for a lot of manufacturers, that's just a popular thing. Yep. A lot of them are doing it. 
can't 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 change the uh, can't get rid of the shift point. So thank you. Nope, you're very welcome, Tom. Appreciate that very much. Any other transmission questions? By the way, we have Jeff with us today. 303-477-5600. Uh, give us a call. Let us know what that is. Um, everybody's. Or I got a comment that came in regarding Glenwood Springs. Everybody speeds and takes those corners too fast. It's been like that every time I've been through there. You only see cops once you get into Glenwood Springs. People are in too big of a hurry. Well, I can't argue that. Yeah, no, you see that pretty much everywhere now up there as well. And again, to answer John's question from earlier, how do you police that better? You have to do it physically because there's just no other way in that canyon to do so. And the other problem in that canyon is there's really no place for, uh, you know, uh, for uh, officers to even sit and do much in the way of radaring or so on. There's only a few places, exits and so on, where you could really do that. I mean, they can do signs. They can do all sorts of stuff. The problem is everybody's just going to ignore them. It'd be interesting to see how many state patrol officers we have total. Because that's got a lot to do with staffing and everything else. Yeah, there. and I can already tell you that typically they're understaffed right now uh, yeah. across the board. I don't know of too many police agencies that are at or above staff. I think most all of them are trying to figure out. In fact, a lot of agencies across the country have even relaxed their, you need to go to college for four years and have a degree and so on. A lot of them relax that to a two-year you know, college, uh, yeah. not even a degree, but just two years of college. A lot of them have relaxed that because they can't find enough staff to do what needs done. So in defense of them, there's not enough. On the same token, uh, I have a problem where we do speed traps in areas where I just know they're doing it to write tickets, to write tickets, to collect revenue, and yet we're losing cars and catalytic converters on a daily basis. So I've yet to figure out why we do some of the things we do in that regard when we've got other problems that to me are just as big, if not bigger, in a wide open area, i.e. I-70 and the HOV lane, where if people want to drive 80, no offense, let them. I don't really see how having a cop sit on the shoulder radaring everybody at, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon is justifiable when there's other things going on in town. Just my own two cents. And you could use those officers in other areas to combat things that, frankly, were just not combating. That's my opinion. Well, they they used to do a deal where they did a uh, traffic slowing. Right. Maneuver. Pace. You can pace and so they, on. They pace the, yeah. the traffic. Problem is, you still have to have the resources to you got to have do the, that. the right. officers to right. do it. Dell, you're up. Go ahead, sir. Hi, John. How you doing? Good, Dell. Hi, Dell. Hi, man. How you doing, Jim? Good. Uh, on that radar, there's only really three different kinds of radar. They got the, what they call the VAT system, the Doppler system, and the laser system. Right. The, the Doppler. Yeah, there's a lot of things that interfere with Doppler radar. Uh, I studied it when I was in the police academy, and then I have some books on it. Uh, the laser might work. The uh, that or not that, but the, oh, there one system. It's basically a time from one point to the next point, right. and you got it. Started it in exactly one point and ended it. Yeah. Exactly at the same point. Right. So if you're fighting it in court, you attack the police officer, not the system, because of the mm-hmm. uh, mental state at the time that he have an argument with his wife or whatever. Right. So that was kind of a deal, but the laser might work. 
you know, in that. The laser is pretty good. In fact, that's the majority of what a lot of them are, are using. Or not, the, that's the majority yeah. of what, what departments are now using because, to your point, it's so pinpointed. They can point that thing just like a, you know, just like a, a, a laser sight on a gun and know exactly what the speed is. It works very well, the as you know. The only problem is you yeah. still got to have the, you still got to have the able bodies to do it. Correct. And that's yeah, the you problem. have to be trained at it. They don't just hand it to somebody to do it. They got well, They got to train on them. But I don't think the, we've got the numbers of patrolmen out yeah. there. Because the, the Doppler system, there's a lot of things: terrain, radio towers. Yep. yep. Uh, there's all kinds of things yep. that interfere with the Doppler. Sure system. is. Dell got to run. Top of the hour. Thank you, by the way, for for. Uh, Line on that out. We've got a full more, a full another hour coming your way. One more hour, I should say. Anything you've got, transmission especially, let us know. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.